VCY America presents Crosstalk, a nationwide call-in program discussing issues that have an effect on our families, our communities, our churches, our nation, and our world. Crosstalk, an opportunity for you to voice your concerns for biblical principles. And now live by satellite and around the world on the Internet at vcyamerica.org. Here is today's Crosstalk. And thank you for joining us on Crosstalk here on VCY America. Ladies and gentlemen, Israel is continuing to advance in its war against Hamas and its war against Islam. 30 days ago today is when the Islamic group Hamas launched an attack on Israel, slaughtering some 1,400 people in the most barbaric way. Thousands more were injured, over 200 Israelis being held hostage. Israel's Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu declared war known as Swords of Iron and has been advancing into Gaza to eradicate those who took the lives of Israelis. Israel National News reports the IDF troops are continuing to eliminate terrorists in close-quarter combat and and direct aircraft to strike Hamas terrorist infrastructure, weapons depots, uh, observation posts, and command and control centers in the Gaza Strip. Riots and mobs, though, continue to operate right here in the United States. In Indiana, Fox 59 reported an Indiana woman plowed her car into a building that she thought was a Jewish school. This past Saturday, Fox News reported tens of thousands of pro-Palestinian protesters demonstrated in Washington, D.C., outside the White House. There was anti-Semitic graffiti left on several buildings in this mob's path. Shouts of Allahu Akbar were heard. The White House fence vandalized, wrenching at the gate. It's reported with all this going on that there was only one arrest. One arrest. Meanwhile, the leader of the Iranian-backed Lebanese terrorist group Hezbollah threatened Friday to exact revenge on the U.S. for supporting Israel and its campaign to root out Hamas. In Iran, the Iran Iranian Supreme Leader Ayatollah Ali Khomeini said in an address on Iranian television that death to America is not just a slogan, it's a policy. Joining me with comment on the latest situations, we welcome back Usama Dakdok, the founder of and uh, of the group Straight Way of Grace Ministry. He's a speaker on the daily radio pro, uh, program, Revealing the Truth About Islam. Uh, he does speak fluent Arabic, has translated the Quran into English, the author of Exposing the Truth About the Quran, Exposing the Truth About Jihad, and the booklets, The Violent Truth About Islam and the Straight Way to Eternal Life. Usama, thank you for joining us. Thank you, Brother Jim. It's always my pleasure to be with you and all our wonderful audience. Usama, for years, for years, you have been warning, uh, and through your radio program, what's what's coming to America. And, and what we're seeing right now in just the past few days, and, and more so in the last 30 days, it really is not comforting at all. And sadly, Brother Jim, the worst is yet to come. I don't think the American people are realizing what's happening. They look at only a few thousand here and there, when in reality we have millions of Muslims in America. And all of them, without any doubt, all of them believe in the same Quran, believe in the same Allah, believe in the same Muhammad, believe in the same ideology. Many of them are pretending to be an American so that they will not be the enemy of the state for now. So you got the radical and the Americans or the moderate. No, there is no moderate Islam. Therefore, you will never see moderate Muslims. It's just about when the right time comes, all of them are going to stand in solidarity for what they believe in. So, if you would comment on what transpired outside the White House this past weekend. Well, it's very simple. They know they have a weak guy in the White House by the name of Biden. And actually, Obama is supporting them now also in his talk. So, you got, uh, uh, they're going to push against uh, uh, the will of the conservative of this country. And I guarantee you, Mr. O'Biden will take their side soon, if not later. You know, I, I wondered, where is the outrage? I mean, here they are defacing multiple statues in downtown Washington. They're wrapping Palestinian flags around a, a statue of Benjamin Franklin, another around General Marquis de Lafayette near the White House. Uh, one started climbing the fence at the White House, but the only arrest, Usama, the only arrest came after a McDonald's restaurant was vandalized with graffiti and the window was smashed. Demonstrators are, are chanting, Allahu Akbar, ceasefire now. Where is the outrage in regard to this? Well, you see, the Democrats believe, like all liberals all over the world, Allah Akbar means God is good or God is great. So there's nothing wrong with the statement. When in reality, 
It is the shot we always hear before beheading, before bomb explosion, before burning, in the midst of the prayer, before the prayer to call people to pray. It is Islam. And as long as the American people, sadly liberals in this country, are so ignorant of Islam, they will not see anything wrong in these uh, protesters. They may call them peaceful protesters. So they arrested one. I don't even know why. We just go ahead and let them go free. I mean, literally, think about how Muslims and what Muslims are doing in this country. They are our mayors. They are our congressmen. And soon I'll be our senator and everything else. So they're taking over the country and nobody will stand up with iron, uh, fists of iron to stop them from accomplishing what they are accomplishing. As a matter of fact, I believe, as I said earlier, the worst is yet to come. We have not seen yet what they really uh, are going to be doing in this country. If you think Black Lives Matters were bad, Brother Jim, I did a show with you a couple of years ago. We talked about Black Lives Matter, and I told you that Black Lives are nothing but a small, tiny drop of uh, uh, water in a bucket. Because Black Lives Matter are a bunch of little children who are afraid to hear a bullet shot, you know. They maybe shoot a bullet or two, but Muslims have no problem to put dynamite or bombs around their own chest to shout a lot, but to kill themselves, to kill Americans. So if you think Black Lives Matter did bad things in the last few years in this country, Times this to a hundred or maybe a thousand. Usama, the uh, Council on American Islamic Relations, known as CARE, uh, they joined uh, this rally in D.C. and uh, their executive director, Nihad Awad, he said this. He said, quote, We thank the tens of thousands of Americans of all faiths and backgrounds who came together to call on President Biden and other elected officials to, to stop supporting the Israeli government's genocidal attacks on civilians in Gaza, demand an immediate ceasefire, and then pursue a just, lasting peace by securing an end to the occupation. We must keep up the pressure until this present violence ends and a just peace prevails. Your comment to that. <laughs> That's what is exactly what he'd be doing to me or to, uh, for in my speaking engagement. They're using a bunch of useful idiots, some of those who call themselves Christians, who are most likely gay and lesbians, leaders and ministers of the wicked Church of America, and they're using them as they are in unity. See, he's thanking the Christians. He's thanking some good Catholic and good Baptists who are willing to stand up with him. Care is nothing more or less than Hamas. They actually are founded by the same leaders of Hamas, Abdul Marzouk or others like him, who started Care years ago in 1987, I remember, or 78, one of the two numbers. I can look at my computer and give you the exact date. Are the same founder. Hamas and Care are the same deal. They're the same people. So they are so smart, they know how to speak in many churches in America, and they know how to use wicked, ungodly Christians, they call themselves Christians, they're not Christians at all, in America to protest and do this riots all over this country, like Black Lives Matter and others, and they're just, they're just so deceivers, they're so smart. And the sad thing is most American people who did the riots, even the Palestinians, do not have a clue what Allah taught the Muslims in the Quran about Israel, or the truth about Philistines, the Palestinians and the people who live in the Promised Land. Usama, when when uh, Islam, like in Karahir, when they call for what they call just peace, we want just peace, what do they mean by that? Well, the, the justice, the word just in Islam have a complete different meaning than the word just in Christianity or in the West. Justice means every person to be treated fairly, and that is what the Jewish people want. But they're just. The just of Islam is that the sword of Allah will have the higher point, that the truth of the word of Allah will be the ruler of the land, that Sharia will be the justice. What is justice in Islam? Justice for you and I in understanding here, if somebody steals something worth $100, maybe put him in jail for a couple of days. If you steal something worth $10,000, put him in jail for six months. If you use a gun and you went to a bank or rob a bank, he needs to go in jail for two, three years. That's not the justice of Islam. Justice in Islam. If you steal an egg or something equal to a quarter of dinar, literally the price of an egg, his right hand to be cut, that is the justice of Islam. Why? Because Allah in Quran chapter 5 and verse 38 stated, and the male thief and the female thief so cut over their hands. If you look at the four top school thoughts in Islam, the, two, the four top school thoughts, they will tell you, stealing an egg it must be punished by the cutting of the right hand. So that is the justice in Islam. But most American people who do not know too much about Islam or Sharia or what do Muslim people mean by what they say, oh, what's wrong with justice and peace? You know, that's a wonderful thing. They must be freedom fighter. They must be doing everything to free their people, blah, blah, blah. No, justice in Islam is a very savage 
And I can give you not one example, but a hundred examples. But for the sake of the time of the show, that's enough for now. You know, uh, what's interesting, and you mentioned that that care is the same as Hamas, and there are a number of states around our country holding elections tomorrow. I, I think of, you know, Kentucky and Mississippi and Texas and, and Ohio, very refer- important referendum question, but a number of states holding elections tomorrow. And I, I saw care is now encouraging all eligible Muslims turn out. They, their government affairs director, Robert McCaw, said this, quote, it is essential that our community makes its voice heard. By actively engaging in the democratic process, we can ensure that the issues that matter most to us are addressed and that our voices contribute to the shaping of our future. Eligible or not, believe it or not, Muslims are allowed to lie and cheat. That is Islam. 100% Muhammad said it is lawful to lie in three cases. To your wives, that they'll be happy with you. To your enemies, because war is deception. And we are in war. And America, it is the greatest enemy. It is the big Satan to the Muslims. And to make peace between Muslims. So Muslims are going to be voting. They're going to be voting legally or illegally. They may be, some of them are going to vote 10 times. Some of them are going to vote 100 times. And I will not be shocked that tomorrow you're going to have a victory in all these places by liberal Democrats because Muslims are going to help them to win one way or another. And that is a warning, Brother Jim. This should be a big red flag as big as China for every liberal, every independent, every Democrat, every Republican to realize that this country is going to be swinging to the side of Muslims. And what the Muslims are doing in Israel, they will be doing in the near future in America. So if you're going to help the Democrats to win tomorrow, Guess what? You're helping the Muslims tomorrow to shout Allahu Akbar. Guess what? You're helping the Muslims in the near future to take over America. Guess what? You're helping the Muslims to kill your own men and rape your own women and your daughter in the near future. Go ahead, America. Do the stupid thing as you have been doing in the last few elections. You know, Usama, uh, yeah. what we're seeing this take place, and, and we're seeing the push that is out there for really to take over, to push our issues. there. And we, we heard Linda Sarsour before, you know, we are not here to assimilate. They are not here no. to just to come into American society. No, but that's not what they say. These are the meeting when the real thing come out of their chest. If you are talking to me, and I'm talking to you in a soft law, and I'm considering every word I'm saying, you will never get the real Usama. The real Usama is get Usama excited, get him to raise his voice, and the real thing in Usama's belief in his heart will come out of his lips. Linda Sarsour, if you meet with her in your studio, she will tell you, we love democracy, we love America, we love freedom. We're here to melt in this big melting pot. We are everything America needed. But if she's speaking to her crowd and she gets excited and she forgets about herself and she's not reading a piece of paper or some speech, she will tell you, we will never assimilate with these people in this country. And she raise her voice. Yes. And that is what the real thing inside every Muslim heart. You want to know the real Muslims? Put them in a corner, squeeze some juice out of them, and the real thing will come out. Usama Daktak is with us here today, ladies and gentlemen, from the uh, reason, uh, actually from the Straightway of Grace Ministry, and uh, has has uh, translated the Quran into English. Knows exactly what it says. Uh, you will not find love in the Quran, but it is about a terror. It is about hate. It is about jihad. Uh, you will not find peace there as well. But uh, friends, what we're seeing taking place in our society today is indeed uh, a warning that Usama is coming today regarding Islam. And uh, we'll be back in just one minute with more information because, folks, it is spreading. Even uh, an imam out of Maryland talking about October 7th being a great victory for Islam. Yeah, this is right in the state of Maryland. We'll be back with more information. This is Crosstalk on VCY America. Back to Genesis with Dr. John Morris, geologist and president of the Institute for Creation Research. Dr. Morris, how long does it take to make oil? Chris, oil is the altered remains of organic molecules. These are primarily hydrogen and carbon, and after death they can metamorphose into hydrocarbon oil. It doesn't take long. In fact, there are a number of ways to rapidly convert organic material into oil, but all of them are rather expensive and inefficient. However, if water is injected into the organic material, then the process is much more efficient than quick. This reminds me of the great flood of Noah's day when excessive heat and pressures combined with lots of waters to act on the abundant living things which were destroyed by the flood. Chris, it all fits. Even the difficult questions like the origin of oil can best be answered from a back-to-Genesis perspective. 
To find out more about creation science, visit us on the web at www.icr.org. That's www.icr.org. Usama Dakhtak is our guest today. He is the founder of the Straight Way of Grace Ministry. His website, thestraightway.org, thestraightway.org. Uh, just before we go back to him, we'd like to mention that, uh, we've mentioned before here on, on Crosstalk, many people are getting uh, Usama's booklets that he has put together, The Violent Truth About Islam, a little red booklet in which uh, Muslims continually, you know, continuously claim Islam is loving and peaceful religion. Well, this verse takes uh, this booklet, 24 pages, gives you the verses from the Quran that are anything but that. It's the violent truth about Islam. And you'll find there about uh, that, that take no Jews uh, or Christians, you know, uh, for your friends. They are infidels. Uh, we cannot take infidels. Uh, you'll find that uh, that we need to uh, decapitate. You'll find that there in these booklets as well. The violent truth about Islam uh, because of postage costs. Uh, one copy is available for donation of $2, five copies for $9, or 10 copies a donation of $12. We also have the Straight Way to Eternal Life, the green booklet, in which it is the means of sharing the gospel with Muslims. They need to have their hearts set free. They've been shackled to, to this teaching of Islam. They can come free to a, a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, the Straight Way to Eternal Life. Again, that's a 24-page booklet, one copy available, donation of $2, Five copies for nine, ten copies for twelve. You'll find it on our website, or you may reach out to our switchboard here at 1 800 729 9829. That's 1 800 729 9829. Usama, just a bit ago, I, I mentioned that in Islam, in the Quran, there is no peace, no love, no justice. There's something else that's not in the Quran. What is it? Yes, indeed. The word Palestine was never mentioned once in the Quran. And Muslims are shocked today to find that there is no mention of the state of Palestine or the Palestinian people. Because guess what? In Muhammad's days, there was no the state of Palestine. There was no Palestinian. Muhammad did not even know that there would be a time where uh, he will invade such land, 641 to be exactly, after he died, a few years after he died, that uh, the Muslim will invade the east and the west. They take over Egypt, 640 A.D., and then they're going to take over uh, the land, the promised land, and kill the Jews and the Christians in Palestine, which is their dream state. No, it is the promised land. Allah, in Quran chapter 5, and once again, verses 20 to 26, assured us, and many other passages, by the way, throughout the Quran, that that land given to Moses by Allah and to his people, it is the promised land, or the, Muhammad called it the holy land in the Quran, have nothing to do with Arab or Palestinian. This is a fact. It is a great evidence that Muhammad could not be a prophet. He could not prophesy about anything, not in his days, nor in the future. By the way, the Abbas is true in the Bible. We know what's happening right now in, in our lifetime is already been written or prophesied in the Old Testament, as we see also Jesus talked about it in the New Testament. You some I'd like to also bring uh, to the attention of our listeners uh, right here in the States. Again, I mean, we saw just what happened this past weekend in Washington, D.C. Uh, uh, Pamela Geller has a report uh, that came out over the weekend as well about a imam in the state of Maryland uh, uh, from the uh, Merriam Islamic Center in uh, Ellicott City, Maryland, October 21st, uh, his lecture posted on the mosque YouTube channel that eventually he said that the Muslims will be the ones in control of all things. He explained that this is because we are a greater number and the way Muslims have children, they will be in the majority because the Europeans are in minus considering the number of children being born. And then went on to say the October 7th Hamas attack against Israel, he called it a great victory. This is out of the state of Maryland. Sure, absolutely. Numbers, by the way, Brother Jim, speak loud. And I like math, and I like numbers. Figure out uh, the growth rate in Europe is 1.1, 1.2. You cannot survive just to replace the dead by the living when your growth rate is 1.1. When in reality, in Islam, the Muslims in, in, in Europe are growing 8.1 to 8.3, and the number will continue to grow. Soon it will be 18%. And that is a huge difference 1.1 or 8.3, which means literally, in no time, there will be no Europeans, and in no time, Europe will be taken by the Muslims. That's, that's the same thing is happening in Canada and America. The average family in America aborted two, three babies in their lifetime. The average uh, number of uh, Muslim family is having four wives in America. Four wives in America. Trust me, Brother Jim. It may sound like it's crazy or it's not true. No, 
Muslims didn't know how to use deception. They marry one on paper and three are divorced and they're still sleeping with them and still have a baby with them. So the Muslim man in America will grow up, up roughly around eight point something in percentage, which means sooner or later America will have more Muslims than Americans. Notice the name Muhammad, the name Ali, the name Fatma, the name Khadija, that is the largest name in Europe and soon in America among baby boys uh, and, and, and Muslim ladies as well, Muslim girls. So numbers speak loud. Now the other side of the story is you're talking about what happened, the celebration, imams celebrating that what happened in, in, in Israel. This is the true nature of every Muslim imam, not just that one. I challenge you if you have a serious talk one-on-one with any and every Muslim imam in America, and we have thousands of them who are here on religious visa, R1 visa. By the way, good luck to get a Christian from the Middle East on the religion visa. But you can get the leaders of jihad, the Muslim Brotherhood and others, to America easily on religious visa. And all of them believe the same thing, but not all of them are stupid like that man to speak his mind out. They all keep it for themselves until when the right time comes. There will be a time, Brother Jim, maybe five years from now, maybe ten years from now, where all the Muslim imam will echoing the same words of that imam in Maryland. They all believe in Allah. They all believe in the Quran. They all believe in Muhammad. That is exactly what is, is in their heart. Believe it or not, know it or not. Usama, we are seeing this big call right now for ceasefire to take place. Uh, you have uh, heard the calls that are coming forth from many different directions, some lawmakers, different countries, uh, saying that uh, we, there needs to be a ceasefire or a pause in operations. But I'd like to ask you your response to that in light of when we have the uh, leader of the Hezbollah who is saying Americans have to pay, vowing to take revenge on on uh, America. We have the uh, the uh, Ayatollah uh, saying death to America. Uh, we see the continued threats that are going against Israel. We see the continued rocket fire against Israel itself. How can you how can you negotiate with somebody who doesn't even recognize your existence, doesn't even you know recognize your right to exist, and wants to wipe you off the face of the earth? How do you negotiate? How do you do a ceasefire? How do you do a pause in operations while that attitude is there? The propaganda of the Muslims, and you know how to manipulate the politician of planet Earth, if it's Europe or here or somewhere else, to say that we need to have ceasefire. It is a propaganda to make Israel look bad. If somebody, if some Muslims say we need to stop the fight and cease the war, let's have a peace talk. That's wonderful. If Israel continues to fight, oh, you see, they don't want to have peace. But if Israel will stop to have this agreement with them about a peace of a stop a fighting and have a hudna, uh, some time of peace, or say, ask the Muslims, how much do you want of the land of Israel so you can really, really, really have peace with Israel? They'll tell oh, the last square foot, the last Jew standing on. They will never have peace with the Jewish people, not just in Israel. Forget about Israel. I'm talking about the Jewish people of planet Earth. It is the ideology of Islam, Brother Jim. Muslims cannot prove Muhammad is false to have peace with Israel because Muhammad commanded them to kill the last Jews. The rock and the tree will shout and cry out, Oh, Muslim faithful, there is an Israeli behind me. No, 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 no. There is a Jew behind me. The problem in Muhammad is, had nothing to do with Israel. He did not even know that there is a country called Israel or a promised land called Israel. But the problem is his hatred to the Jew of Gaza, oh, not of Gaza, the Jew of, uh, of Medina, the Jew of Mecca, the city, the two cities. He killed them. He wiped them out. He raped their wife and their daughters. That's exactly what the Gaza and the Hamas or Hezbollah in Lebanon or the Iran or any other Muslim. These are not tied by politics. They are tied by religion. Their ideology teaches them to kill the last Jew and to get rid of the last Christian. And if we have cease of fighting, it will not hurt anybody but Israel. You know why? Because in the next five months or five weeks with cease of fighting, the Palestinians and the Lebanese will have more weapons and they'll be ready to attack again five weeks from now or five months from now. I'd rather to have Israel to continue to do what they're doing and wipe out Hamas from the face of the earth and make it a good listen for everybody else in the neighborhood to learn. If you will attack us like this, like Hamas did, we will annihilate you from the face of the earth. But sadly, Israel will not be able to do that as, as long as there's pressure politically from other leaders of the countries to say, please have peace of fight. Respect- they care less about peace. The Muslims hate peace. And the only call for peace when they're weak, as Allah stated in Quran 45, uh, 47, verse 35, do not be weak. Call for peace when you have the upper hand. 
Usama Daktak is our guest here today on Crosstalk. Uh, Usama is uh, now turning our sights more on Israel. We've talked a lot about what's happening here, but as the Israeli Defense Forces are combating operations in the Gaza Strip, they're they're finding over 50 rockets inside a youth center in Gaza, launchers and, and uh, rocket launching sites found inside a mosque. We know Hamas has been locating their sites near hospitals, schools, and mosques. Uh, they're using children as human shields. Uh, we just also learned uh, here, according to the Daily Wire, that Hamas terrorists have been committing war crimes by using ambulances in Gaza, transporting uh, fighters in ambulances to take them to another uh, location. <laughs> Brother Jim, I have done my video, uh, Lies in the Textbooks. We actually played it as a radio broadcast on our daily program. And in the third lie, when we talk about the Hamas and the jihad in, the, in Israel, I talked about a group that's called Pollywood. Pollywood, not Hollywood, is that it starts with the letter P, like Peter or Paul. Pollywood, it is a huge propaganda TV ministry. The Muslims are using, using the French and some people of Europe to do the, the, the videos. And in it, they make drama about... Uh, attacking uh, the Jewish people, attacking the, the poor Palestinians, the little children, and the women. That propaganda is reality. In it, if you see in the last portion of it, United Nations vehicles and ambulance vehicles are used to make the movies. They're making movies using United Nations vehicles and using the ambulance vehicles. There's nothing new. The deception of Islam has been practiced in that land for the last 20 years. I got this video more than 15 years ago. I used it in my ministry. Lies in textbooks. And I always mention, look, this is the United Nations vehicle. Look, this is ambulance. It's supposed to carry wounded people, not people doing drama to make Israel look bad. And Brother Jim, this is the reality of deception. It is lawful to do deception in war. They're going to use hospitals. They're going to use schools. They're going to use mosques to do their jihad. And I guarantee you, the more they dig into the land of Gaza, they will find tunnels from under every mosque to some places to get weapons, to go to the mosque and back and forth to go to launch war against the Jews. Muhammad used the mosque in the early Islam to launch war. Muhammad gathered his people and do the prayer on Friday before he attacked the Jewish people of Bani Qurayza and many other groups which he annihilated. It is lawful Islam. It is good in Islam to have one more prayer before you perform jihad in case you die for the sake of Allah. So we here in America think you cannot use a mosque to launch war. Yes, indeed. That is the foundation of Islam. What a beautiful place for a Muslim jihadi to perform one more prayer before he sacrifices his life as he is about to kill some Jews or some Christians. Usama, and we're also told, uh, again, Pamela Geller had this, but it came from a Yahoo News, not known as a conservative site, but uh, Adobe has been selling dishonest AI-generated images as actual photos of Israel violence. So they're showing this is what the violence Israel's committing, but it's just generated by artificial intelligence. Exactly, Brother Jim. I have in my same presentation, last textbooks, I show you a picture of 50-some, 50 56, whatever number, I could not, I didn't count them exactly, jihadi, martyred for Allah. They, they call them Palestinian, martyred for Allah, made by the same people, the same group, Hamas, using the same French cameras. And all of them are wrapped in white cloth, and all of them have the word as shaheed, whatever his name, shaheed means the martyr. The martyr, the Usama Daktuk, the martyr, Muhammad Ali, the martyr, whatever their name. And in the middle of the video, you see their body is moving, which means they're not dead. They are only propaganda. Wow. Usama Daktak is with us, friends. I'd like to open our phone lines. You can call and ask Usama a question directly here, uh, talking about, well, he's giving a, a warning in regard to Islam here today. Back in one minute, our phone number to Crosstalk, 800-733-9829. For thousands of years, mankind has been fascinated with the question of what will happen in the future. Many have turned to palm readers, horoscopes, or a myriad of psychics for answers. However, one of the places people have refused to look is at the pages of Scripture. Jesus himself was asked by his disciples, Tell us when shall these things be, and what shall be the sign of thy coming and of the end of the world? Jesus responded in the Olivet Discourse recorded in Matthew chapters 24 and 25. Bible prophecy teacher and pastor Richard Schmidt addresses and explains these powerful prophetic chapters in his book, Tribulation to Triumph, the Olivet Discourse. 
VCY America is making available this book for a donation of $15 or more. For your copy of Tribulation to Triumph, call 1-800-729-9829. You're listening to Crosstalk on VCY America. Usama Daktok is with us. His website, thestraightway.org, thestraightway.org. Uh, lines are packed right now, so as soon as you hear somebody hang up with us, that will be your opportunity to call. Just before we go to the calls, though, Usama, I saw a story on Newsmax.com that came out yesterday and that says there might be a terror attack against Jews in the United States due to the alarming rise in anti-Semitism since the Hamas massacre of Israeli, Israeli started the war. Israeli United Nations Ambassador Gilead Ordan uh, said Sunday on, on State of the Union, and I quote, he said, we are on the brink of a catastrophe. Any moment we might see a terror attack against a Jewish community here in the United States. It will be against the Jews, and then it will be just randomly against all Americans, because they're going to put pressure on the weak White House to stop supporting Israel and to maybe send more weapons to Hamas to help the freedom fighter, (laughs) the jihadi of Allah and Hamas, to make Allah victorious once again, and maybe they can wipe Israel out of the face of the earth. That is exactly what the Muslims will be doing. And I've been warning the American people about this opening border, Sadly, the northern border in between us and Canada is open, and the southern border is open. And who knows how many hundreds of thousands of Muslims who came to this country and how many of them are truly, they come here with the, with the plan, with the blueprint to attack and do exactly what Allah commands mm-hmm. Muslims to do. Let's go to the phone lines. Laura in South Dakota, you're on the air. Thank you, brothers. Usama, I've followed you for a long time. Say, I have a question. I have an old resource here that states that Muhammad, you know, was born in Mecca about 570 A.D. and was an orphan at six, a ward of his grandfather and then of his uncle. Now, here's how I want to tie this in with Congresswoman Rashida Tlaib. This source says Abu Tlaib, the uncle, took him in after the grandfather died. And then at 25, he went and married that Khadijah, that rich widow, but then she and that uncle, Abu Talib, died around the same time, and that's when he, at, at the age of 40, and then that's when he was involved with that Aisha as, you know, a six-year-old pedophile. <laughs> I don't know how else to put it, but Rashida Talib here in the United States, Congresswoman, um, connection, does anybody know if she married into that name, or is that her name? I'll take my answer okay. off the air. Thank you, brothers. Thank you. God bless. Thank, Thank you. you. In, in Islam, we don't change names when we marry our husbands. Women keep their last name, and the husband keeps their last name. By the way, the history you told us about Muhammad tried to make him an orphan, to make people fall in love with him, that he was just an ordinary person, when in reality, many children in his days were, were, were born the same way. If that story is true, we have zero record of the existence of the city of Mecca at such time as that. You know, Mecca did not came to the map of the world until 140, 150 years later, which means all this could be, could be made up story by some late Muslims who are trying to create to us a character by the name Muhammad. So only God knows the truth. Thank you for the call. Let's go next to Susan in Santa Fe, New Mexico. You're on the air. Hi. Thank you, Osama. You've taught me so much about Islam. I wanted to know, uh, is there just one verse in the Quran that tells Muslims they can be dishonest and lie, or are there more than one? And if so, what is the number of that, Surah? Sister, the whole entire Quran is built on deception. After all, Allah, the God whom the Muslim worship, is known to be the best deceiver. So yes. there is so many different sin within Islam about deception. One is called kitman. Uh, the sin of Kitman is a, is a legal sin in Islam. It's not sin. That is, if I know somebody is going to attack uh, the Jewish synagogue next door here, and I know who's going to do it, I will keep my mouth shut. I'm not going to say anything about it because if it's Allah will, that these Jews are going to be killed. So a Kitman means don't talk about it. And those so is the sin of Taqiyya. What is Taqiyya? If I can lie to you to make you uh, believe that I'm your good friend, I'm, I'm the best Muslim neighbors you'll ever have, and I'll prove it in action too. And that is Quran chapter 3, verse 28, where Muslims 
our thoughts throughout the Quran never to think as you or, or a Christian or friend. But in that verse, he said, except that you should guard yourself from them. And I mean, there's a plenty of different level of deception and lie, and I can talk about it for an hour. So let's move on to the next question. Mm-hmm. Thank you for the call. Appreciate that and uh, much there. But Usama, just uh, for, you said the reference was at 328? Quran chapter 3, verse 28, that is a verse of Taqiyya, which, by the way, all Muslims practice all over the West. We have Mark in Monroe. You're on the air. Yeah, um, my, my comment is this. Uh, I find it interesting that uh, all of a sudden uh, Barack Hussein Obama is active at the White House in regard to artificial intelligence. My educate, educated guess is he's interve- uh, intervening for uh, Biden's ineptitude and uh, finagles the uh, Muslim agenda in America and uh, also to... Uh, um, rig the uh, 2024 election in favor of the uh, deep state uh, um, involvement. Well, brother, if you have logic and common sense, we are right now in the third term of Barack Hussein Obama's uh, administrative work. And obviously he will wish to have one more four years. And believe me, if the liberals will have one more four years, 24 to 28, there will not be America around 25 or 26. America will be gone. It's like Titanic going under the water, and you will not find any captain to take the ship back to shore. It will be too late to fix. Thank you, Mark. Uh, Melanie is next in Pell Lake, Wisconsin. You're on the air. Yes, hello. Um, my question for you, Samad, is um, besides prayer, in your opinion, what can we be doing uh, as citizens to deal with this situation, if any? Well, the problem, my dear sister, is spiritually and politically. Spiritually, that we as Christians need to stand up before God and uh, confess our sin, repent of what we have done in this country, because what we see happening in in Israel will be next in America. This is one more warning for us about the Jewish people are not living right, and God is punishing them for their sin, for being liberal there. And America is next. Uh, Now, that's a spiritual thing. As Christians, we stand up and, and before God and do what's right to confess our sin and and seek forgiveness, and God will heal this land and, and will bring his peace. But politically, I think all Christians need to get involved. If you go to a church and your pastor does not want to talk politics from the pulpit, leave the church. I'm not kidding you. Leave that church. Or maybe fire the preacher. If you can get rid of the preacher, they'll be fine. Maybe somebody say, Brother Yusama, you're causing division in the church. No, that's not a, a, a church. That's a joke. Because silent means victory for Muslims. Silent means Victory for liberals. Silent means we're going to lose this country next two, next year, not two years. In, literally, in less than a year, we're going to lose America. So let's stand up right before God. Let's stand up right before our government and our country and do us right. Many Christians did not vote because Mr. Trump is not a godly man. Well, that's okay. You don't have to vote. Oh, Biden will take care of everything in the next election. Yeah, yeah. And I, I tell you, we're uh, Muslims, uh, like, uh, again, I quote from Kerr, you know, they're encouraging p- uh, an all-out vote effort tomorrow in states that are holding elections, and there are great Brother efforts Jim, here. Yeah. Brother Jim, there is not one Muslim who will not vote tomorrow. Hmm. There is not one Muslim who will vote. If they have a chance to vote three, five, ten times, they will do it without any hesitation. But Christians are so holy, they don't have one sin in their life that they're not going to vote for somebody yeah. because he's not a godly man. And friends, no. we, we, we heard on a recent Crosstalk program our, our guest who indicated that that half of Christians across this country are not even registered to vote. And, and, and on Election Day, he said, half of those who are registered do not go to the polls and vote. Yeah. So Because, it, because thou, thou art so holy, they will not vote for mm-hmm. Trump. That's okay. The devil will win. Don't worry. Uh, thank you for the call, and and in also, and uh, again, Usama broke this out on both a spiritual level and also political level. Uh, we had an issue, uh, Usama, if you'll address at our borders too. We understand there's another uh, caravan coming, to, uh, close to seven thousand individuals coming across our border. Many of those on the terrorist watch list have been coming into our borders and and reaching out to uh, you know congressmen and senators about securing this border. That the border is a huge issue in this land. Yes. Yes, Brother Jim. It's not politically correct to stop these people because they're coming to America for a better life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in, in, in our dream. The sad thing is, this has been happening for the last three years, Brother Jim. I don't know how much damage we already have done. To close the border today, to build the wall today, it will help the liberals to win 2024. Because if you look, oh, Biden is doing the right thing. He's finishing the wall. When in reality, he already did enough damage to destroy America ten times, not five times, ten times. We have Arlene next in Gilbert, Arizona. Arlene, you're on the air. 
Um, I just want to know if it's true what I have heard, that if the plans of Hamas had come about as planned with Hezbollah and um, I didn't catch whether it was um, Gaza or Iranian soldiers, that as much as five to 6,000 Jews, possibly as much as 10,000, would have been killed in that attack. And what is the feeling of the average Gaza citizen? Have they been taught to hate the Jews? Well, numbers, only God knows what is the real numbers for all the circumstances. But sadly, I can say the most, the average people, the Palestinians, have no option but to be stuck there until they die by the Jew or die by their own people, Hamas. Many people, we have a video, and it is very graphic. We could not even mention to be able to watch it. Where there right now, people are trying, actually not right now, the last two weeks, people are trying to leave northern part of Gaza to go down south so they be away as they take the warning from the Jewish people. Because Israel do not want to kill any innocent civilian. Well, the Hamas leaders are catching these people, taking their women and their children away, of course, to be raped, to be used uh, as Allah taught them how to treat uh, the hypocrites in the Quran. Quran uh, teaches you to be harsh with them as, as much as you be harsh with infidels. And that, sadly, they have a big, huge burial, big tunnel on the ground covered with, with, uh, with, uh, with wheels from old tires from cars, and they're shooting their own people, and then they burn their body with these tires. It is, these Hamas are savage. If the American people, Black Lives Matter and wicked socialist, communist, Democrats can see the real picture of Hamas, they would never would have walked or protested for the Palestinians. But they are so ignorant, so arrogant, they know nothing about Islam or Hamas, and they're doing Allah a favor by being used by the Muslims as useful idiots. And the scripture is true. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. That is the Jews. Imagine now the Americans, who are not God's people, for sure they're destroying themselves with their stupidity or their lack of knowledge. We've got Merle next in Tennessee. You're on the air, Merle. Yeah, Jim, I would like to have Osama's response to the fact that uh, Obama has come out and said he has a peace plan that would involve Israel giving up land and a Palestinian state for absolutely guaranteed security for Israel. (laughs) The security of Israel, according to the Muslim, is very simple. It is for them to die and to to, uh, to go to hell, uh, as Allah promised them in the Quran. There will never be peace. The Bible says they cry for peace and there is no peace. That is the reality. Obama will make things worse because Obama will help Hamas. Obama will help Hezbollah up in Lebanon. Obama will help the Syrian. Obama will help Iran. He already causes trouble. And between Obama and Biden, we are now harvesting their, their billions, hundreds and, uh, and some 51 billion by Obama. And now uh, Biden is giving billions of dollars and weapon. I mean, literally, what is going on here except the fruit of their work. And if you get Obama involved in it, it's going to get worse for Israel and for America. Thank you, Merle. And uh, we know, Usama, that there is going to be one coming who is going to be called a man of peace, who's going to broker a peace agreement, but it is a false peace. Antichrist for three and a half years, I believe that is the best he can do. And then it will be so terrible bad all over the world. We're going to take a quick break. Usama Dakdak is our guest here today on Crosstalk. Again, if you'd like to obtain some of those red booklets on the violent truth about Islam or the green booklet or the straight way to eternal life, uh, you can reach out to our switchboard at 800-729-9829, 800-729-9829, uh, or they're available on our website at vcy.org. Back in one minute here on Crosstalk. For the Worldview Report, I'm Brandon House. Our website is worldviewreport.com. Many people today are defending the so-called Palestinian state and Hamas, flying the Palestinian flag. But what do they really know about Hamas? Article 13, the Covenant of Islamic Resistance Movement, this is the document of Hamas, states, quote, there is no solution for the Palestinian question except through jihad. Initiatives, proposals, and international conferences are all a waste of time and vain endeavors, end quote. And then... There is Article 7 of the Hamas Charter that calls for the day of judgment will not come until Muslims fight the Jews, when the Jew will hide behind stones and trees. 
The stones and trees will say, oh, Muslims, oh, Abdullah, there's a Jew behind me. Come and kill him, end quote. Hamas is a terrorist organization founded in 1987. I don't think Christians should be defending this group at all. This is Crosstalk on VCYO America, a Washington Free Beacon. Uh, folks, this is on all levels. And so you said, what can I do? Did you know that there is a, a confirmation going on right now for a judge in Washington, D.C.? I'm looking at the Washington Free Beacon and uh, from November 3rd, and it says, One of President Joe Biden's judicial picks says he doesn't know enough about the situation in Gaza to condemn the Hamas terrorists. This is Edward Keel brushed past questions about Hamas during a Senate hearing last Wednesday, saying only that, quote, it's a terrible situation over there, but that he hasn't studied the situation. Folks, he hasn't studied enough to condemn the terrorist attack that left 1,400 Israelis dead. He is a pick for the United States District Judge for the District of New Jersey. Amazing. Uh, And that's why, Brother Jim will always say, it is very dangerous to have a liberal president. People always tell me, Usama, in America we have three branches. Presidents only can serve for four years, and that's it. And if he did a terrible job, American people would get rid of him. I said, yeah, in four years he can appoint some judges who will serve until they can be carried on a wheelchair. Literally, 78 years they can be serving in our, in our court system. That is how important it is to have a godly president or a conservative president who would do politically what is right for this country. Chris is calling from West Dallas, Wisconsin. You're on the air, Chris. Brother Yusama, praise the Lord. It's good to hear from you, man. Thank you for your commitment and your unwillingness to compromise and sharing the truth about Islam. My comment is this. Can you please... Uh, can you comment on the 3,000 mosques that are now here and established uh, here in the United States and how, like I said, these are training grounds. These are places to train terrorists to terrorize our country. Can you please comment on these terror cells and what it, it is, is good? Brother, it, it's very sad. We spoke again, I said, 20 years ago, literally on Crosstalk 17 years ago when I started being on, on uh, our video program. I spoke against it all my life since I came to America. People think it is legal in America for Muslims to build a mosque because we have freedom of religion. I said, yes, but in Islam, there is no freedom of religion. And you cannot separate the mosque from the militant because Islam is over 80% politics and less than 20% religion. A mosque is a place to launch war against the Muslims. If you do not believe that, read the Quran. If you do not believe that, read the history of Islam. See what Muhammad did, the Sunnah, which Muslims follow. Muhammad is a noble example. These 3,000 mosques will be 30,000 mosques. And when the right time comes, and there will be 30,000 mosques, every mosque will have outside speaker shouting Allahu Akbar five times a day. It's already thought in Maryland and some places like, I'm sorry, in, uh, uh, in New York and in, in the Twin City, but and, and maybe Detroit, but it's going to be in every city in America. When Muslims have the upper hand, they will practice Islam openly. And you cannot stop them for their invasion to this country from the mosque by terrorism, by jihad, by whatever means they can do it. And they will do that if we do not stand up and stop them now before it's too late. Chris, thank you for the call. Kay is calling from Kansas. You're on the air, Kay. Uh, yes, thank you for taking my call, and thank you for this topic. Um, I just want to say that... Um, you know, in terms of what to do, um, just following up with what Usama said, we are under judgment. Israel is under judgment. Um, we don't uh, make, you know, we, we don't have delight about Israel being under judgment. Just read Isaiah and Ezekiel. And, you know, we, we as Christians in this nation, God wants justice, but we're not going to fight his rod of judgment. Just read Jeremiah. I'm on my fourth reading through of God's Word, and we, we have more blood on our hands as Christians than David did when he put Uriah the Hittite in the front of the battle to have him murdered. We have put babies in the front of the battle, and there are no Christian men that will stand in the gap for the injustice of that. And so we, we've got to get on our faces and repent of this, and men... Men need to, you know, they need to get going and get numbered. They're, we are not going to fight God's threat of judgment, though. And um, they're just, this is a time of great repentance, yeah. it should be, for all Christians. Thank you, Kay. 
Thank you indeed. And as Jeremiah calls out, uh, to return, you know, to repent, uh, Usama, and you mentioned that earlier too, to, uh, it's time for confession, time for repentance. The, the sad thing, Brother Jim, I see the Church all over the world, is there is revival. There is revival in the Muslim world as believers, new believers out of Islam, becoming a Christian, are strong and persecuted for Christ, for being a Christian. Sadly, in America, we're just... Uh, so happy to see people Sunday morning if they show up once in a while, shake their hand, make them feel so important because if we don't welcome them so much in our churches on Sunday morning, maybe they will not show up until next Christmas. So yeah. I think the church in America is going to get some through some fire to have some real revival and people repent and do what's right. Carl is calling from Lake Delta. Carl, you're on the air. Yeah, they already have a two-state solution, Gaza and Israel. I don't know what they want. I... Uh, defended the principles that I was taught on the radio by your guest, and I got fired in July. The man, the man that, that fired me was a fellow security guard, and and he made friends with a man from Lebanon. Hmm. At any rate, uh, I got fired, but uh, to God be the glory. Hmm. Thank you, Carl. Uh, well, the, the two-state solution it will never work, because yeah. if you ask any Palestinian one-on-one, they'll tell you, we don't want one Jew on our land, yeah. period. Yeah. And uh, finally, Greg in Tucson, Arizona, you're on the air. Thank you, gentlemen. Thank you, Usama. And by the way, I, I would recommend people purchase Usama's uh, Koran and the explication. I'm here in Tucson, but I'm originally from Boston. And I saw the opening of the Boston Mosque. I think they call it the New England Islamic Center. And I was there with just a handful of people in 2009 supporting Dr. Charles Jacobs, maybe you know him, protesting the opening of that mosque. And that is the mosque that, uh, where the Sanayev brothers prayed. And in 2013 had the, the horrendous uh, Boston Marathon bombing. Yeah. And here's the thing. I showed... Um, I saw a YouTube video of, of one of the imams named Imam, Imam Farouk telling the men there to take up their gun and their sword. And I called the popular talk show host, Howie Carr, in Boston, and he laughed at me. Yeah. He said they didn't mean that. Yeah, Greg, I tell you what, we're down to 10 seconds. I'd like to hear more. You saw my final comment. What our dear brother is telling us here is the truth, and Muslims will be armed inside mosques. Muslims will carry jihad from inside the mosque. If you don't believe me, just see what's happened in Europe today. I, I quit telling people, see what's happened in Egypt, because that was a long time ago. How about see what's happened in Europe today? Yeah. Maybe that'll be a good lesson for us for yeah. tomorrow. Greg, sorry we had to cut you short. We're out of time. Usama Daktak, our guest. Usama, thank you for being with us. Thank you, Brother Jim. It's always my joy. His website, thestraightway.org, thestraightway.org. Many DVDs, teaching supplies there. For the booklets, you can reach out to 800-729-9829. Thanks for listening. You've been listening to Crosstalk via satellite and the Internet from VCY America. Views expressed may or may not be those of this station. For a CD of today's program, send a donation of $6 or more to VCY Tape Ministry, 3434 West Kilbourne Avenue, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 53208. Or download by RSS or podcast from crosstalkamerica.com. And join us again for Crosstalk. Crosstalk.